Yeah, it was like dragging you along to a baseball game when it was very obvious you needed to go to the ER and you just wouldn't admit it. But And I sort of just allowed you to not admit it. And we both lived in the denial that maybe you were going to die. And then I continued to drink more at the game. Yeah. And you had like a fucking fever. And like maybe you had COVID that night. Maybe you actually got it that night. Maybe you're patient zero. the epicenter of the virus. Yeah, patient zero. That would be so funny. So funny that you ruined the world. All right, let's just get it going here. This is this is Friday. This is Friday Fun Day on Underdogs. It is August 14th, 2020. I am David Patrick Fleming. He is Jacob Eamon. Jacob, are you ready to have some fun today? I am, man. It's episode 30. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that. We're 30 episodes into the Underdogs experience right now. Wow. You would think that 30 episodes in, we would have gotten better, but that actually... That actually makes me almost take a knee. Yeah, we're on a graph, a real hard downward slope right now. <laughs> and that's why we're just going to throw caution to the wind and have a little fun today because Blue Jays didn't play last night. Not many teams played last night. We're not going to talk about a game that didn't happen. So we're going to have some fun. Jacob, mm-hmm. are you ready to start? No. Yes. Okay, you tell me. Okay, you ready? The first thing we're going to do is I'm going to challenge your love of the Jays by putting your love of yourself up against it. Okay, how how are you going to do that? This is called Do You Take the Deal? Okay. The first scenario is you get to have Bo Bichette's hair. Whoa. His beautiful brown flowing locks, thick and full for the rest of your life. You will never lose a hair. You can do whatever you want with it. It's yours for the rest of your life. The cost is that without his hair, Bo Bichette becomes a useless baseball player. He fizzles out and doesn't amount to anything. He doesn't even make it to arbitration. He's DFA'd halfway through his third season. Do you take the deal? So let me, I just want to clarify this here because you're saying that I get Bo Bichette's hair, but the natural cycle of whatever's going to happen with Bo Bichette's hair or my hair is not going to happen to this hair. I'm going to be, I'm going to be what, like 70 years old and I'm going to have the exact same hair? Exactly. Does it change color? Is it still that same brown? No, it'll get gray, but you'll never you won't lose even even one blade. Not a single shard of hair. Not a single shard of hair. You could shake your hands through your hair. You could try to pull your hair out. It will stick to your head. You will have it forever. Man bun, undercut, ponytail, shave your head. You do whatever you want. Wow. The caveat is, Jacob. This is important. Yes. Everyone knows what you did. (laughs) 
It's like a news story. There's like unknown podcast host and semi-well-known Canadian actor Jacob Eamon steals Bo Bichette's hair. You'll probably get like an email from Bo once a week being like, hey, man, I know you took my hair and it's really ruined my life. Uh, I'm just living off my dad's money. And I just want to say, bro, it's not cool what you did. <laughs> is, but well, well, hold on, though. Is there is there like an arbiter? Is, like, is there a middleman that everyone's aware of, too, that like they know that you offered me this or is it just like suddenly like how, how did how does it go down what's the what's the what's the certainly method? nothing falls on me that's for sure now everyone just knows that through some sort of magic you've got a fucking lion's mane that is exactly like Bo's hair they know that he's garbage and they know that he's garbage because you took this deal and is he like a cancer patient now like he's got like n like he can't grow any hair is completely smooth or what what's his head look like he does not have a follicle of hair on his head right but it do, it's not like a you it's not like there's no pattern baldness to it it's just it's just no it's almost like he gets his head waxed <laughs> every day <laughs> <laughs> right but okay so so people suspect just because i suddenly have great hair and no, he has they no know. hair they know they know for a fact they hear the words you're saying and whatever the deal you take is they know right okay they know that you took the beloved bobachette away for your own your own good that that's tough i uh, i i'm having a hard time with it because I would like it to be okay. So I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna wow. take his hair. I'm not gonna take his hair. I can live with my hair to 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 live with what Bobachette can accomplish. Part of me wants to take the hair if things were gonna play out naturally, because I've got a strong suspicion that that hair is gonna thin out pretty quickly in the next couple of years here. Yeah, but it's like you get it in a time capsule. But just to say also, if Boba Shet just naturally starts tanking, you're going to be like, oh, God, why didn't I take that hair? Mm -hmm. But your answer is no. My answer is no. I'm going to leave his hair okay. alone. I'm, I'm really happy. He's obviously the best player that we have on the team right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm not as devastated when I look in the mirror every day anymore since being on finasteride for one year now. Choose finasteride. <laughs> the second scenario of challenging your love for the Jays is this. Okay. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. becomes the player that we all thought that he was going to be. We're talking 330 batting average. We're talking... 50 home runs. 50. We're 50. 50 home runs. We're talking MVP, boom, 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 year after year after year. What happens to my penis? Well, this is the scenario. You take Vladdy's weight from him <laughs> for three years. You weigh what he weighs for three years. Caveat. Everyone knows what you did. So now you're like a sympathetic figure. You are probably, through Blue Jays fandom, a hero. Your life's going to be rough for three years. Okay. Do you take the deal? Okay. 
so what are we pegging Vlad at these days? Okay, that's fair. Let's undershoot it even. Okay. I'm going to say 250 for you to help you out. Okay. And how much of it is he losing? Or is he staying at the same body size? No, he's gonna like he he's gonna look really svelte. He's gonna look like he's going down to like two ten, uh, two hundred. He's just he's gonna look like a, a shorter Giancarlo Stanton, basically. <laughs> but you're probably gonna have to be wheelbarrowed around by your girl, Giancarlo Stanton. He's like Jack now. He's like super lean, huge Jack dude now. Hmm? Jesus, he's, that's not even that much shorter. Giancarlo Stanton's what six four. No, no, six, 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 six. Okay, and Vladdy's six two. Vladdy's six one. No, he's six one. Okay, okay. Wow. But you are rough. Now you might be able to monetarily capitalize off of all the attention that you're getting from this and people interviewing you. But your life is rough. I would imagine your relationship will suffer. I will imagine your career will suffer. Um, what I will say to you is that you will not experience any secondary health problems. Okay. I will let you get through the three years without, you know, cardiac arrest or high cholesterol or, you know, whatever, heart problems, diabetes, whatever. What if I was going to experience some of that stuff without the weight? Does that still happen to me or, or am I just in flawless health for the three years? Great question. <laughs> no, I will pause whatever your health was going to be for three years, yeah. but on that three years ending, you may just drop dead. You'd have to because I'm going to blame it all on, I'm going to say you gave me a bad deal if something happens to me during the time, right? Exactly. Okay. You'd just be yelling from your couch as you're just sweating and eating chicken. Further clarification here. Do I just become what Vlad weighs now or do I add what he lost to get to Giancarlo leanness onto my body? I thought... I thought about that a lot before I asked you this today. And what I think is you just gain his total weight. You become his total weight before he goes down to Giancarlo uh, leanness. Okay. So I'm five, nine and a half and 250. You got it. Jeez. But ever, how does Vlad feel? Is Vlad like, thanks for taking my weight, man? Maybe. Hey, I don't Jacob, know. I can't, I can't. Thanks for taking my weight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't like that's possible. And maybe he says, you know what? I'll pay for your life for the next three years. Maybe, but maybe not though. Maybe not. And, but, and I, there's nothing I can do every like exercise I do. Nothing happens. Exactly. Can I gain weight? If I, do I gain further weight from there? You know what, Jacob, I'm going to give you a really great deal today. You just stay at the 250, no matter what. Okay. So like, I don't suddenly feel it might be expensive. Like, am I way hungrier all the time? Do I have to eat a crap load more food now to to satiate myself? I think you have your normal appetite. You just look like a death sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll take it. Wow. Sold. Three years? And you take in the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, Jacob takes the deal. What else am I going to do? It's not that much different than what's happening right now with this pandemic. I might be able to... I might be able to go into a whole new bracket for a couple of years in the film world. I can, I can play the like really fat dude, can lean into that for a while, and then, and then when the three years are over, I'll have an epic transformation back into leanness that could really be amazing for the career. 
But like I said, your three years of potential health problems that you may have anyway will catch up to you with the second the three years is over. So it's also possible after the three years, you just hit the ground like a ton of But wait, I thought I'm just back to my health there. I I haven't had any effects. Exactly. But I'm saying like if Jacob Eamon himself over the next three years was to experience some major health problem, I'm putting that on pause until the three years is over so that you don't suspect that it's happening because of the deal you took. But as soon as the three years is over, there it is. Well, what's wrong with that? If I was going to experience that, if I didn't take the deal anyway. Exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) now we are moving on to a would you rather situation. Hmm. I'm going to try to... Give you quite a conundrum here. Okay. The first scenario. The Blue Jays win the World Series in this 60-game shortened season. I'll take it. (laughs) I would rather that. (laughs) But on the last game of the season, we are aware that Nate Pearson needs Tommy John and Bo needs knee surgery really challenging the full season of 2021 that is approaching. I want to say that no players are actually harmed in the creating of these hypotheticals, that I don't want you to take that into consideration. Is there enough value in the Blue Jays winning this 60-game season World Series that you will compromise entirely your 2021 season? Um, well... Let's investigate this a little bit, okay? So what type of Tommy John recovery is Nate Pearson having? Is it the same as everybody else? He's not pitching next year. Okay, but after that, is he the same again? You know, some dudes have two Tommy John surgeries. Someone mm-hmm. was just, what is it, Evaldi? No. Someone was was pitching against the Jays the other night. They were saying, he's already had two Tommy John surgeries, and he's throwing 98. He has to throw, we all have to throw caution to the wind. We have no idea. I can't give you that answer. It's whatever is going to happen to him after he gets the Tommy John is what's going to happen to him after he gets the Tommy John. Okay. And Bo will recover from his knee surgery well, but he probably won't see a pitch until August. August of 2021? That's right. This is a no-brainer, David. I'm taking this. Nate Pearson's going to get Tommy John surgery anyway. (laughs) I get a World Series, and I just have to have Nate Pearson out for a season. Bo's out. How much fun that would be if the Blue Jays won, but it would also be so weird because there wouldn't be able to be like a parade on the streets or anything like that. We'd still have to keep away from each other. But it would be this great celebration at the end of uh, the pandemic. Yeah. Not the end of the pandemic, but the end of the baseball season. It would be really unsatisfying. I'm already dreading Monday watching the Raptors' first playoff games. No fans in the the building. It's so ah, anticlimactic, right? Your next scenario, similar situation. You choose between one or the other. The Blue Jays win the World Series in this 60-game season or magically... A brand new, modern, updated, full amenities park opens up on the lake shore of Toronto. Open sky, beautiful fresh grass, the lake. You're able to hit home runs into the lake. What do you take? Into the lake. It's 
just like it's like being in San Francisco. You're going to have people in kayaks outside, like trying to collect home run balls. Why would I? Why would? Okay. Okay. That's going to be for like the rest of your life that that park exists. And it happens immediately. You don't have to wait 10 years for it to be built. So the Blue Jays win the World Series. How does it happen? Is the team the exact same? I'm saying the Blue Jays win the World Series this year. Yeah. So it's they just win the 60-game season, which doesn't feel like a normal season, obviously. And I think that there's less excitement over winning the 60-game season than there would be winning a normal season. So you could just choose the brand-new, beautiful Lakeshore ballpark. Okay, but... Do they win the the World Series by magic, or all the, or or are they good no, all like, good enough to win now a World Series? All these players are suddenly like that good. Whatever it is, you're not aware of it. So like it's like your mind is zapped right now, and then you just get to experience them winning the World Series and how exciting that that would be. Okay, but what's the season after that? Like what's like if they're players capable of winning a World Series? I'm assuming they're going to be at least playoff contenders and in a serious mix from years on after that if we're already good enough to win the World Series this season. Sure. So I'm taking that. But there's some... Okay, so you're taking the new park. No. Why would I, why would I take the new park? I've got a World Series team now that won Think the World Series. about how amazing it would be to walk into a brand new, beautiful ballpark. On the lake. What do I care? That, I'm looking at the team. I want to watch mean? the ball. I want to watch the ball game, not stare at the park. I want to watch these guys win the World Series for the next few years. No, you're not thinking about the experience because they could get that brand new ballpark and then they could win the World Series in 2021 in a full season where it would mean more. Sounds like they're going to be more likely to win the World Series in 2021 with this World Series winning roster that they've created of 22 It's magic, Jacob. It's magic oh, that I, they win this year. Early, I asked earlier if it was because of magic or not, and you said it wasn't. All I said was that you don't get to know. You just experience the win, but it is magic. Okay, but I clarified. I asked, are these guys, have they, are they now good enough to win the World Series? We're moving on. I'm done with that. We're moving on. You created it. I, exactly. We're moving on. I created it. I control the pace in which we move on. Would you rather throw 100 miles an hour at will or hit the ball 100 miles an hour at will? Who's will? Which will? Yours. Yours. Will who? <laughs> will Eamon. <laughs> My cousin is Will Eamon, man. <laughs> you leave Will out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th sorry, I wasn't listening. I was just thinking about Will. So I'm going to throw 100 miles per hour or I can hit the ball 100 miles per hour? At your, at your will, like every time. Mm -hmm. Do I have any sort of aim? <laughs> no, you're a serial killer. You just stand on the mound and take people's heads off. I have no idea where it's going to go. It's like, can I hit the strike zone? Yeah, you can hit the strike zone. Okay, okay. I got to And you can launch the 100 the 100 miles an hour hits. I can launch them. Mm -hmm. So, I'm a major league caliber player. What I'm suggesting is that you will be in the major leagues. You just choose if I want to be a pitcher a or a hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Both all-star MVP Cy Young caliber. Wow. Um okay. That 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 is that is kind of tough. I don't know. Um, 
there's a different kind of different kind of energy, a different kind of lifestyle I'm imagining when I think of one and then I think of the other. I picture you as a pitcher because I think you like those four days off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think I would. I I often think about how great it is to have those four days off. No pressure. They can really relax. They just go about their business. They come. They just get to watch baseball. Ooh. But... I also like the idea of hitting some dingers, you know, <laughs> putting on putting on some of those heavy chains that I'm allowed to wear in this world, and wearing wearing my socks socks pulled high, trotting around the bases. What position do I play if I'm a hitter? Uh, first base. First base. Yeah. Why first? You're just a masher. I'm not offering you any amazing defensive skills. You're just a masher. But I've still got my like five foot nine frame. Yeah. In fact, you're a liability <laughs> on defense. In fact, your defensive skills are whatever they are for you right now. So you're probably a D8. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a fine second baseman. I've got a second baseman's body. Or... You wouldn't be a fine second baseman. At your skill level right now in the major leagues, you would not be a fine second baseman. Mm. I didn't, I, I guess. I'm surprised that my my skill levels at catching and fielding have all remained the same while being able to hit 100-mile dingers. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, then I guess I'm going to go with the with the pitching. I'm going to I'm going to be a starter, probably going to be an ace if I'm throwing 100 miles per hour at will. Um, I'm going to command probably 30 million a year, I'm guessing. Whoa! Yeah, I would say. <laughs> like, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to command that. Um, so he chooses hitting. No, I didn't. I'm pitching. Sorry, I did mean to say that. So he chooses pitching. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I just clarify? I've thought about this in the past as well. I'm going to be a guy who throws a hundred mile per hour fastball, who mixes in knuckleballs. Like I've got a uh, a pitch mix that's so unorthodox. You've got hundred mile heat coming at you. Same arm action. There's no way you could do it with the same arm action. That's the whole thing. They would know when the knuckleball is oh, coming man, I, I, because it, the delivery is completely different. It's the same delivery when I do it. It's just a different grip, and the ball dances. You have no idea. You're like, what? What is that? You don't get to add this on to what I've offered you already. Well, you said I can throw 100 miles per hour at will. And... Yeah, but I didn't say, and you have an crazy ability to throw a knuckleball from the same arm slot. Well, that's just what I have dreamt of, okay? Moving on, it's time for Do You Make the Trade? <sighs> Cue some sort of fun music. Ah. All right, Jacob, you are the GM. I'm just thinking about all the the work you're trying to put in for me in the editing (laughs) today. Like, what? (laughs) I know. You could also just not put in music, and I'd look like a tool saying that. That's fine. Do you make the trade? Fun music. Fun music. Fun music. You're the GM for the Toronto Blue Jays. You are Ross Atkins, and I'm going to approach you with some trade offers. Okay. All right, are you ready to get into this? Yeah, I think I'm I'm feeling right. pretty good. Someone's at the door. Hey, open the fucking door. Okay. This is the GM for the Braves, Alex Anthopoulos. Open the fucking door. Um 
okay, Alex, uh, come on in. What's, how can I help you? Are you, are you feeling okay today? Shut your mouth, you lizard. I have an incredible trade offer for you that I can't even believe I'm offering it. I know that you need a bopper in your lineup, and I know that you need somebody in the outfield because your outfield's weak, you fucking iguana. So this is what I'm going to offer you. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I am going to give you Acuna Jr., and all I'm asking from you is Nate Pearson, Lourdes Gurriel, and Anthony Kay. <laughs> what? That's right. It's a crazy deal. Do you take it or not? Hold on. I've got to talk to like 10 other guys. We're going we're gonna to run this through a series of computer programs that we've created. Listen, uh, you dickless salamander. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time for this. You have to take the deal now or never. Can you just remind me of the handedness of uh, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr.? He is arguably the best player in baseball today. He is super cheap because we weaseled him on a great $100 million 10-year deal. So he won't even cost you a lot. We will counter here. There's no um, counters, you rat. All right, well, then we're not going to take the deal. I I'm sorry, Alex. Wow. Wow. Are you actually not taking that deal? No, I'm not taking that deal. What are you, fucking crazy? You think that that deal makes you sense? Take oh, boy, do I. That is, uh, uh, if you could get a dude like Acuna, a once-in-a-lifetime player, give them Nate. Who knows what Nate will be? He could be amazing. He could be okay. And then you just throw in Anthony K. That and Guriel Jr. So many. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> no. That's a lot. Those are all major league players. I've just lost three major league com contributors. You could easily lose Anthony K. And then your outfield spot of Guriel is easily fixed by Acuna. And yes, you get rid of Nate Pearson. Nate Pearson's the most valuable guy we got. He's not as valuable as Acuna, not right now anyway, and Acuna's cheap as chips. <sighs> well, he's not cheap as chips because I'm giving you a lot for him. Maybe cheap in my bank account, but the the roster's going to suffer. So you say no. All right. I say There's no. someone else at the door. <laughs> hey, this is the... the GM for the Washington Nationals. I I forget my fucking name because I'm so stressed about offering you this crazy deal. <laughs> I've also heard that you need young stud outfielders. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe my floppy flabby lips are even letting these words come out of my mouth. I am here to offer you Juan Soto for Nate Pearson and Bo Bichette, but wait now, hold on to your diaper, because here comes the part where it's going to blow your mind. I'll also give you Steven Strasburg. Okay. Why didn't you, why didn't you include that in the beginning, Mr. Rizzo? <laughs> because I'm like a salesman. I'm fucking with you emotionally and psychology-wise. Ooh, that's not a word. Okay, okay. So, so we're getting Juan Soto for... For Bo Bichette and Nate Pearson. Listen, you brainless lobster. This is an incredible deal that you need to say yes to. Yes, Strasburg has a lot of money owed to him, and he'll be 32 next year. 
but that's the conundrum I'm handing over to you. Now, I was told, and I've seen him on the injured list here, uh, is it true that he can't feel with his fingers, that he's got zero feeling in the, in the fingers of his throwing hand? I don't ask him questions, and he doesn't tell me shit. All I know is that that man is like a fragile piece of glass. He's got bird bones, but he is real fucking good when he when he's healthy. Can he pitch this year? Yes. I gotta talk to Mark here. For I a don't have time. I don't know what's happened to the voice I came in with, but this is me now because you've got me worked up into a lather. You don't get to talk to anybody, and you got to give me an answer in five seconds. That's gonna be a no deal, then. I'm sorry, Mister Rizzo. Fuck you. <laughs> I will. I I will give you Bobochet for Juan Soto straight up if you want. Fuck you. All right. You have a great day. Hi there, this is the GM for the LA Dodgers. Can I please come in? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, quiet down. I'm going to cut right to the chase. Here's my offer. I'm going to give you Cody Bellinger for Nate and Vladdy. No. Okay, fuck you. Here's my second <laughs> offer. I will give you Mookie Betts for Bo and Nate. No. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> That's it. That was Do You Take the Deal? Do you take any of those deals? When you're making those, are you really thinking that you're going to take those? That I should take those? Uh, I love Juan Soto and uh, Acuna more than maybe any players in the big league. So I would probably take the I would take the Acuna deal for sure, and uh, I would take that Juan Soto deal because the Juan Soto deal would put you in the position where you could win next year. Because yeah, you get rid of Nate, but you get Strasburg, who you would think would be good for a year or two. You'd get Juan Soto, who you'd have for the rest of his fucking life if you wanted, um, and you get rid of Bo and Nate. Well, you know, whatever. Doesn't seem like whatever to me. How much would you love to see that Acuna stare and shuffle in a Blue Jays uniform for the next ten years? Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, I would also love to see Nate Pearson throwing 103 when he can, you know, you're really preying on me here after Pearson's bad start, <laughs> trying to, try to, try to yeah. grab him out of my hands when I'm feeling not so confident about him. That's what tough GMs do, Jacob. Um, so we're going to wrap it up there because God knows how long that we've gone on for here. Um, Blue Jays back on the on the field tonight they get tanner roark going up against the rays gonna tune in to buck and dan no tabby you like the uh how you feeling about buck and dan this year without tabby i'm glad that you asked david i've been dying to talk about dan and buck for weeks now man they're such a good pairing they are amazing together shulman in particular i, I mean every time the last couple of years we've been teased by him like having him for a couple games here and there and you're like is it are we can we not pay him enough to get him is he doing basketball like what's his deal does he want to does he want to work for the blue jays full-time like it, it's it's not a question of of it's not even close to being a question between if you would rather have dan shulman or pat tabler right i ju i like buck a lot uh in the color spot yes. and not the play-by-play -play. and i mean dan's like one of the great play-by-plays who is alive right now and so i think it's a good combo and that's not me putting down tabby i mean look you and i started a podcast called the buck and tabby show we obviously have some complicated love for both buck and and tabby but uh, i do like the combo but i also like a three-man booth 
three-person booth. Really? So, you know, like if, if Tabby is there and it's the, it's the, the three-way, I like that as well. Uh, three, three ways too much for me. Three ways too much. I, I, I don't think I could be into that. But uh, Dan, Dan's like a, you could just tell how he's such a student of the game. You know, and his voice is just so deep and rich, and he notices things that I don't, which obviously, you know, he's he's a professional broadcaster, so he's obviously going to do that. But him, like him picking up on, like even last week, I can't remember, it was in the Boston series, him picking up on Christian Vasquez, just like having a slight peek back at the catcher's sign and then they get the they get the replay of that and then the conversation that that sparks because you have buck as this former catcher former manager uh just like being able to take advantage of buck's history of the game because his history is rich you know he's been broadcasting for so long he's been managing he's been a player and he's so uh I find now that he's in the color, he makes fun of himself so much more. It's so much more charming. <laughs> yeah. When when he- I, I agree, like it's almost like a burden's been lifted off his shoulders that he doesn't have to be in control of the yeah. of calling of all the plays and and everything. So he's a little bit more, I guess, relaxed. Maybe is is an accurate word, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like they're a wicked duo. He's like making fun of himself for for uh not pulling a muscle because he did he never ran fast enough to pull a muscle or he didn't lift weights because the guys who are ripped get injured uh it's 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 also combined though with the amount of time that he's been broadcasting and watching pitches and sequences he calls he has really great calls i've been noticing this season in terms of knowing what the next pitch should be predicting what the next sequence should be talking about what the catcher's doing wrong what the pitcher's doing wrong um and you know he's he's he talks and he's and he's often right uh, about his predictions of of what's what's hurting a player and how it's going to play out and i i've just been i've been really impressed with him this with this season and i hope i hope they're going to stay together i hope that this is the future and that we don't go back to to buck and pat yeah, I mean, for I guess I hope that Pat's okay with it and that he's not sort of being forced out or feels like he's being forced out. I mean, I guess that happens in life and that happens with jobs. Um, but I just hope that that isn't the the case. I hope that it's sort of a mutual thing that if that transition does happen, that it's wanted on all sides. But for sure, if I had to choose, I would choose the two of them over Buck and Tabby. Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it's, it's a no-brainer. Buck's also like, he's got the... He's like a playoff caller, like you know. He you he's yeah. on broadcasts, national American broadcasts for playoffs and stuff. So obviously, you're going to choose him over Pat. All right, everybody, have an amazing weekend. We will be back on Monday. We'll see you then.